welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Today is a big day. It is not only my husband's birthday, but we're also get possession of our new house today. So super, super pumped for that. But I still wanted to hop on here and I still wanted to do our Tuesday live streams all about mindset, specifically diving. This is a little bit of a mindset and hormone one, but I wanted to share with you guys how stress can actually contribute to estrogen dominance. So as you know, our body and our mind are very interconnected. So this is where, right, like our mindset, how we're actually feeling, our psychological responses to certain situations can have a massive impact on the rest of our body and also on our hormones. And when it comes to estrogen dominance, um, this is probably one of the most common kind of hormonal imbalances that I find with women who are struggling to lose weight, right? And oftentimes we'll focus on our nutrition and our exercise, right? Which of course have massive, massive impacts, but right. It's also really important to pay attention to our mindset and specifically pay attention to stress. So as I want to talk about, right, um, stress, right, can have massive, massive impacts on our hormones. And when it comes to estrogen dominance, so estrogen dominance, of course, estrogen is a type of hormone. And when we are dealing with estrogen dominance, this means that the kind of the amount of estrogen, right, is far more dominant and stays dominant throughout our cycle, right? Obviously certain times throughout our cycle, we do want estrogen to be higher, but we still want it to be balanced in relation to progesterone and we still don't want it to be an excess. And so if we are noticing, right, that we have either trouble losing weight um, or we have a lot of PMS symptoms, this can really be related to our sex hormones. So estrogen specifically. And when it comes to estrogen dominance, there are kind of like two ways we can be dealing with estrogen dominance. The first one, right, is going to be excess estrogen, right? So progesterone levels are good, but estrogen is way too high. And that is kind of resulting in a lot of those different kind of hormonal symptoms. You can also have estrogen dominance in relation to low progesterone levels. So again, if estrogen is okay, but progesterone is just way too low, right, then we can still be dealing with estrogen dominant symptoms. And so when it comes to this, right, like our body and our mind and our mindset can really influence our hormones, specifically cortisol, right? You guys all have heard how cortisol, right, can really kind of alter things. And it's really important to keep in check. Now, this is where, right, like cortisol isn't a bad thing, but chronic high cortisol. And if we are in this constant state of stress, this again can affect other body systems and it can affect the rest of our endocrine system and other hormones as well. And so one of the big reasons why cortisol can really influence, right? Stress can really influence estrogen dominance is in relation mostly to progesterone levels, right? Because if our body is super stressed out, um, this is where we're probably not going to necessarily be ovulating optimally. Um, and that is what's going to really help us increase those progesterone levels. So if our body is super stressed out, if we're super stressed out, if we're not ovulating properly, then we can deal with low progesterone levels and therefore, right, 
estrogen dominance. The other big part of that too, and as we've talked about previously, is that cortisol, right? If we are stressed out, this can really influence our blood sugar. One of cortisol's um, kind of roles or functions in the body is that it can increase blood glucose levels. It is trying to get the body into a fight or flight state, right? So it increases blood glucose levels in order to be able to have energy, right, at hand to fight or flee, right? And so again, increasing our blood glucose levels. And if this is again, a chronic scenario, and if this is being um, affected, right, by chronic stress, for example, um, over time, right? And of course, there's going to be possibly other contributing factors, but over time, this can actually result in another hormonal imbalance called insulin resistance. So insulin resistance is kind of more your body just being like, hey, it's like dealing with all of this high glucose levels, (laughs) all this excess insulin. And over time, right, it just becomes a bit more resistant to it. And there, Therefore, it can increase your fat storage because that's where, again, insulin's primary role is to help us kind of shuttle, in a sense, glucose levels, right? And energy. And so if we are kind of dealing with insulin resistance, this is where we can also find that our body is actually kind of storing more body fat um, or having a really hard time losing body fat. And we have to remember that when it comes to body fat, too, right? Like, yes body fat is necessary um, for keeping our body safe and for kind of keeping our vital organs safe. And like, we do need to have a degree of healthy body fat, but excess, right. um, Can also contribute further to that other hormonal imbalances. So this is where, again, right. This is why hormones are so important guys, because they can influence a variety of other hormones. And over time, if you're not addressing things, it can kind of become these kind of more complex scenarios. And so when it comes to fat, we also have to remember that fat can actually produce estrogen. A lot of people don't realize this. So again, if we have a higher body fat or um, if we're dealing with obesity, for example, you can also often be dealing with not only insulin resistance, but estrogen dominance is very, very common as well, because right now we are also having um, that adipose tissue producing more estrogens as well. And that can contribute. So that's going to be more estrogen dominant due to like high estrogen levels, right? So we want to make sure that we have a healthy body composition to not only feel good, right, in our bodies, right, which is why a lot of people are kind of trying to lose weight or lean out, but we want to have a healthy body composition for healthy hormones, right, for optimal health, because again, we can kind of contribute to a lot of these different kind of imbalances. um, And again, it can be taxing on our body and we can notice a lot of those different symptoms. So when it comes to stress, specifically, right? As you can see, it can result in either estrogen dominance in relation to low progesterone, or it can result in estrogen dominance, um, just in general to high, high estrogens. The other big component as well that we've talked about before is the fact that when we are stressed out, <laughs> right? Um, our digestive system um, isn't always functioning optimally, right? As I talked about high cortisol, high stress, it can result in um, kind of that more of that fight or flight state. Now, the opposite of that fight or flight state um, is going to be a rest and digest state, right? So what do you think is going to be more optimal for a digestive system, right? It's going to be that parasympathetic state. And so that's where if we're always really stressed out, right, whether it be 
it's physical reasons or psychological reasons, right? If we're in this chronic state of stress, this is and this elevated cortisol, this is where, again, it can also really affect how our digestive system is functioning. And one of those uh, like big components is constipation, right? If we're not digesting food, breaking down food, moving food, optimally through our digestive, um, this can result in constipation and healthy, regular bowel movements are extremely important for detox. So it's like, um, addressing right. Constipation is extremely important for helping support detox. This is where you see a lot of different like cleanses or detox protocols, right. That are going to be marketed. And all they're doing is oftentimes helping you kind of address constipation and have regular bowel movements because you're going to be helping eliminate all of those um, toxins. One of those things too, that um, regular bowel movements helps really kind of in a sense, detox from is estrogen. So excess hormones, right? Our body is wanting to eliminate those. And so if we're dealing with constipation, this is where not only are we eliminating those toxins and excess estrogens, but we're also probably like, likely to actually reabsorb them. So this is where, again, poor gut health, chronic constipation can also contribute to estrogen dominance. So we're really wanting to get that in check. And again, stress and being in a more stressed out state can make you more constipated because you're not going to be in that rest and digest state. And then therefore too, right? Like we really want to look at pay attention to our stress management. And this was something that was huge for me. This is probably one of the key things that really drove my entire kind of like (laughs) health journey in a sense, because this is where I learned the hard way. Unfortunately, a lot of people have to learn the hard way when they start realizing the importance of stress management. And with my competition prep, man, how many years ago was that? I think it's 20, I want to say 2017 when I did um, my prep for Arnold's Amateur. And that was a hard prep. That was the prep. I was not managing my stress. I was not paying attention to things. I was literally just like, push harder, push harder. Who needs sleep? right? I'm like, just, I need to do this. And I was juggling so much, like not just with my competition prep, but I was in a a really almost toxic kind of work environment where it was really mentally hard. And I was really stressed out at work and of course work, right? Like if it creates stress for you and you're sitting in a super stressed out state for Monday to Friday for eight plus hours, right? This is where, right? Where you can also be in this really kind of high stressed out state. And that's where it can really contribute to things as well. And that was my scenario where I was not only kind of stressing my body out physically doing a competition prep, but mentally I was extremely stressed out with the work environment that I was in at that time. And that's where I noticed, right? Not only did I have my body not responding at all the same way as it had in previous preps, but I also just didn't feel as good. Right. And I was like on it with my nutrition, I was on it with my exercise, but I still wasn't feeling that great. And again, I kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And I was like, why am I not losing weight? I'm in a major calorie deficit and I'm still struggling. And this is where, right. We really have to understand the impact of our mindset and how we're feeling and our stress levels, psychological stress levels, um, because it can really affect our hormones. And that's where too, one of the big things for me was when I started noticing these things and I started looking into things, I realized how little I was paying attention to previously because we're not taught any of this stuff, guys. Nobody really tells us about these things. Like now it's becoming more and more um, kind of like people are becoming more and more aware. But before, like years ago, not even that long ago, 
a lot of people weren't thinking about these things. A lot of people don't like don't grow up and learn in school all about their hormones and the importance of stress management and all these different factors. Hopefully one day, right, us women will at least learn something about our cycles and our hormones in school. That would be great, but probably not going to happen anytime soon. So that being said, right, understanding the importance um, of stress for our sex hormones. And a lot of times we may be struggling with estrogen dominance. We may be struggling with PMS symptoms. We may be struggling even with um, like having a really hard time losing weight or dropping body fat. And one of the first places, right, that you can kind of start looking at is asking yourself, how's my stress? Because this can affect not only lack of ovulation, low progesterone levels, and estrogen dominance in relation to low progesterone. It can also influence, right, insulin resistance, body fat storage, and high estrogen due to excess estrogens. Um, It can also affect your gut health and digestion and um, your ability to properly detox, right? And this can result in estrogen dominance. Um, The other big factor of this as well is oftentimes when we're stressed, right, our food choices aren't very ideal. And so we get stuck in these like these processes and you get stuck in the cycle of really struggling to lose weight and struggling to make these changes and just not feeling good and struggling with these symptoms where one of the primary focuses that we should be taking a look at is our stress and our mind and our body are so interconnected, right? And our thoughts and our perceptions, our attitude, our beliefs, all of these different factors can have an influence, like a huge influence on how our body and how our hormones are functioning. So again, understanding that even if you have a hormonal imbalance, right? Even if your nutrition needs work and you know your nutrition needs work and your nutrition choices aren't very ideal, right? Even if you're struggling with your gut health, Maybe you're struggling with your period. Maybe you're struggling with ovulation. Maybe you're struggling with conception and pregnancy, right? Look at your stress. Look at your mindset. Look at where, right? Maybe you can start supporting your body or working on certain things. And people don't realize like coping with stress is a skill, right? It's like, there's like, you can get one person, they can, you put them in a situation and like, they're so stressed out. And then somebody else is not going to be stressed out at all. Coping with stress is a skill, right? And what can we do with skills? We can work on them. We can improve them. We can shift them. Our habits as well. You're not stuck in the habits that you have today. You have complete ability to make positive shifts with your habits. You have complete ability to make positive shifts with your beliefs, with your perceptions, right? All of these different things. Like our mind is our most powerful tool. And when we start realizing that we are not stuck with the mind that we have or the mindset we have or the stress coping mechanisms we have, and we actually have this ability to make these changes and make these shifts, right? That's where we can not only influence, right? Our stress and how we feel, um, but also we can affect all of these other parts of our health and even our hormones. Right. So really paying attention to, right, your stress, guys, managing your stress, your mindset, right? Because this is, again, we can be dealing with even estrogen dominance, right? But we also have to look at our mindset. 
So anyways, keeping it short and sweet today because I have a jam-packed day. Um, and as I mentioned, we are getting possession of our house today. So I have to go run and do that. And it's also my husband's birthday. So um, I'm going to actually try to not work as much today. <laughs> because I have to go do those things. But I did want to still hop on here um, to kind of share with you guys those um, little things to kind of think about too. Because as I mentioned, oftentimes we can be struggling with hormonal imbalances or we can be struggling with weight loss. And if we're not also taking into consideration our stress and our mindset, then it's not usually going to be as effective. So as always, if you want to take a holistic approach, if you want help taking a holistic approach, or if you have any questions about hormones or mindset or gut health or anything like that, um, do not hesitate to reach out. So enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow. Bye guys. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Clark. Until next time.